Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, welcome in, everybody. Sports Daily here. It's a Thursday. Always fun on the program here on Thursdays. We'll bring in our pal Chelsea Messenger to talk some betting, uh, which will get interesting this week with starters sitting out. How do we approach this weekend, the last full weekend of NFL betting before we get to the postseason? Of course, we've got a national championship game we can talk about now as well with Chelsea. That's coming up. Uh, a little later on in this hour, top of the next hour, our K-State insider Tim Fitzgerald will join in. Uh, good timing for that as we get ready for some uh, conference play in basketball. we got a couple of storylines to follow with K-State football with the offensive coordinator, uh, with Will Howard's latest. We'll get with Fitz on all of those topics. Uh, and your calls on the KFH hotline, 869-1240 is that number to call. We'll give away some HTO uh, a little bit later in the show as well. Chad Chambers producing. I'm Jacob Albrock. Tommy Caster joining us. Tommy, now, Tom, we got to be sure Tommy doesn't big time us here. Tommy's now, a, you know, a corporate executive. We better be on our best <laughs> behavior, Chad. Uh, we can't, you know, no more, no more cutting jokes. We got to be on our toes here. No, in all seriousness, Tommy got a big promotion yesterday. Uh, you know, uh, I'll let Tommy get into that a little bit, but congratulations, Tommy. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, thank you. It's been uh, kind of a whirlwind of a, of a few days. Um, I'm really excited to uh, continue on with the Odyssey family of radio stations that we have here in Wichita and um, oversee our, our sales efforts uh, in the Wichita market. And so I'm looking forward to that. And it was all made official yesterday. So um, it's been busy last few days, uh, but I'm excited for the future. Tommy, the new VP of sales. And that VP means, again, corporate America right here. Oh, boy. Uh, we gotta we gotta watch what we're doing here. If you now for real though, if you need anything, uh, call Tommy. He's gonna do awesome things. We're really excited about it. When he says the Odyssey family of networks, that's you know our our parent company here at KFH, and you've heard that KNSS, all the stations we mention all the time. That's the overall company. So Tommy's overseeing all of it. Uh, we're very excited about that. Proud of Tommy for all his efforts. Uh, but that does not mean that we still can't bust chops and you know, do all the things that we always do. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll just keep rolling forward and, 
and deal with, uh, you know, with Tommy's new expanded hey, role just, here. Just know that, you know, everything that you say, I've got your permanent record pulled up and I'm, you know, yeah, I'm keeping yeah. notes. There's a file. There's yeah. a file cabinet back yeah. there. Uh, I, I don't want to know what's in it, but <laughs> um, it's uh, it, it's there. All right. Let's let's get into it today. So we're going to talk a lot about <clears throat> excuse me, everybody. There's no easy way to do that. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about K-State a little bit later. Wichita State begins its conference season tonight. The Shockers, North Texas. I don't know. I we and We talk about this at length, but I, I'm telling you, I love this game for this team in this spot because I think it gives us a much better idea of what to sort of set expectations at in the conference season. That that's it's been a long time because you play K State, you play KU, and back to back games. It's sort of been a while, I think, Tommy, since they've played a game at a level of competition you would expect Wichita State to be at this year. You know, we've had a hard time since the off season with with understanding and setting expectations. But you know, of of the games that they've played, I don't know which games are there, right? So you've got a Missouri loss, a Kansas State loss, and a Kansas loss. I'm not sure anybody expects Wichita State to be where those teams will end up. The Liberty loss and then South Dakota State's the one that you would say, well, that's that's disappointing. Uh, you've got wins uh, over teams in the same range, but you really are sort of still looking for that signature win, I think, this year, Tommy, and I think there's a chance this this game tonight could be that if, in fact, they can get it. They, you know, they've they've sort of played to this level that you know we would expect to some degree, and and it's time for I think for the team to start exceeding that level a little bit. I'm not sure that you would call a North Texas win a signature victory for the Shockers. I think it's a good victory if they can get the win tonight, uh, considering where. North Texas is in the Ken Palm uh, and where they've kind of been slated in the conference. I think it would be a good win. I think it's a win that uh, because of the way that the Shockers have performed in the month of December, it's going to be a good bounce back for them. Uh, and they need it, right? They need it getting into conference play. They dropped games against uh, Kansas State and Kansas. And of course, you know, the other losses that they've had uh, over the course of the season. It doesn't mean that this team is you know, having major issues, it just means that, you know, they need to bounce back as they get into conference play. I do agree with you. This is a good start to that when you're playing a team like North Texas that is kind of matched up in, in a, you know, as far as Ken Palm is concerned in a similar place that you are, you know, kind of the, those, that you want to be, you want to anyway. be those 50, 50 type games, the, the more of those you can win, obviously the better your resume is going to be when it comes tournament time. So it's an important game to kick off conference play. I don't know if I would go so far to call it a signature game for the Shockers, but it's definitely one that they, they should want to win. And they definitely do want to win to kick off conference play. Yeah. I mean, it, it's more about what's happened so far in this season. I think as I'm going through it, I don't think that Wichita State has a win thus far over any team that currently sits inside the top 100 of the Ken Palm. Um, I, I think anytime they've played the teams that sit in there right now, they've lost those games. So when we look at it and we look at their wins, 
I just don't know how many of those, if any, are quality wins. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I it's it's hard to to gauge what we expect out of Wichita State because right now they've just sort of they've won the games they should win outside of probably South Dakota State, and they you know and they haven't won the games that they shouldn't win based on you know where you see teams and all those sorts of things. So they are looking for that win, right, over a team that sits higher than them or at least expectations would be higher than in the conference. They they don't have a quad one or two win yet. I don't know if North Texas at home would end up being that. I'm not sure. But they're 0-4 in quad one and two. I, and, and it's just hard for me to understand, like, where to put them. One, it's too early to take much from the conference yet, too. Like, I get that. But we expect North Texas. North Texas was picked uh, sixth, and Wichita State was picked eighth. When this and and I think North Texas is like at eighty eight right now. Uh, no, they're at uh, they're at eighty one in the Ken Palm. This is a game at home that if you want to try to see yourself up in the top half of the league, that you need to win. I mean, this is a need to win yeah. game. Maybe that's a simpler way to. I think put that's. It. This I isn't a game fair. where. Like, no excuses here. This is a game at home that Wichita State needs to win. I think that's fair. If they beat Florida Atlantic, that's a signature win. If they sure. had if they had upset Kansas last weekend, that for sure is a signature win. North Texas at home, I'm not sure I would call it a signature win, but I do agree that it's a really important game, uh, you know, especially considering where they stand and where they want to be. And when we look back on this, in the month of March is we're putting together potentially a tournament resume. And I, you know, I think the jury is still out on if this team can even sniff the NCAA tournament, but as you're looking at the resume, yeah, this is a game that uh, I think that we can look at as being a a quality win for the shockers. I'm not ready to totally close the door. I mean, of course they're going to need to make a run in the conference tournament. I don't think they've got a resume, you know, at large in the non-conference that, you know, can, can get them that kind of bid. But I do think that, if they can gel together, they've got all of their the, the full complement of players now on the roster that are playing. If things can continue to come together and get off to a good start in conference play, then I do think that you're in a position where you could maybe look at a, one of the top seeds in the conference tournament and maybe make a run to where we could be talking potentially about a postseason berth. Yeah, look, I, they do have their full cast of characters. There's no more excuses, right? They've got all their players now. And so... You know, for a long time, it was like, well, you know, two of the key guys coming in haven't been. Well, they're there now, right? And they've been there in time to be up to speed for conference play. So now it gets into, and we brought expectations up before any decisions were made, you know, at coach. And expectations are always important because while I, I, I agree with frustration of watching, you know, Lots of shockers that have been here the last couple of years play in the NBA right now and to have seen not very much success with that many NBA guys on rosters. I get it. I understand it. The reality is, you know, you've got to be better than those teams were pretty quickly. And in year one, I've it's it's always been difficult. But I, I'm not going to sit here at the end of the year and be satisfied if Wichita State's eighth in the American Athletic Conference this year. So... If you're, that's where they were predicted, by the way. They need to be better than that. 
And so when you go and play North Texas and you have your full cast of characters and you're at home, that's what I mean. Like I, you know, from the outside, obviously, like I'm inviting that pressure to the program. I want to see how they react to that. I want to see what they do in a game like this where they need to win this game. And yeah, it's early, but North Texas is going to be probably one of those teams you're competing with, like battling it out with to finish at whatever position in the conference you finish with. Yeah, it comes in the first one, but it you got to play it when it comes. And so if you're going to be better than them, and I think that's absolutely a reasonable expectation, then you need to beat them at home. And I like that pressure because it's the first time I think this year that there's been any sort of realistic pressure. And I want to see how they react. And, you know, they got their tails kicked against Kansas. And, you know, Kansas State got them too. Like, what what does this team have in it now with a little bit of its back against the wall to some degree? That's what I want to see, and that's why I'm excited for this game to open it. Does it determine their entire conference season? No, of course not. Nothing does this early in the conference season. Are they going to be an at-large bid? No, they're not. They I don't think they could win enough games to be an at-large bid at this point without any of the other wins that they've been able to play in the non-con. But can they get good enough to to have a puncher's chance in the conference tournament? Absolutely they can. Can they have a chance to beat Memphis and Florida Atlantic in individual games? Absolutely, I think that I think, they can. I, think I, they can. I hope that they can. I want to see them be able to do that. So that's where I feel like tonight is a is a good reset. Kansas and Kansas State, nobody expected Wichita State to win those games. Now I expect them to win this game. Like, expectations matter, and they're important. And I know it's year one. I know things take time, but it matters. And it's always mattered. And and so let's see it. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm excited for it tonight. It's been great to know that they've been able to get Harlan Beverly uh, back. They, you know, they're not Harlan Beverly. The Bijan Cortez back and, yeah. and Ronnie DeGray back. It's been good to know that they've been able to get those guys on the court. Now, how big of an impact they make, it's not probably going to be anything major right this second. You know, they've got to get accustomed to game speed under Paul Mills and the way that the team jives and, and all of that. But I think by the time we get to February, by the time we get to March, yeah, you, you know, I think that there becomes an expectation that you see both of those guys contribute to the depth of this team. I don't exactly know at what level. I don't know if we're looking at either one of these guys potentially starting or if the starting five is pretty much set by Mills by this point for the remainder of the season. But I do think that having those extra bodies and the extra talent, um, once you get into a grueling, long conference schedule, that's really going to, I think, pay off dividends for Wichita State. They didn't have those guys for a vast majority of the non-con, and so now that they have them back, you can maybe help to keep the, the legs of Colby Rogers fresh, the legs of Xavier Bell fresh, you know, so on and so forth. So I do think that that's going to be something to keep our eyes on as conference play rolls on. I just don't know how much we can expect from those two guys, Cortez and DeGray, right away with this program. Yeah, I, it, look, I, we'll, we'll find out tonight. It's going to be awesome. Uh, you'll hear the game here, of course, as you always do. KEYN uh, will have it. Pre-game coverage begins at 7. It's an 8 o'clock tip. You're going to get uh, a national audience for that one because that's why they're playing at 8, by the way. And that's a good thing. Like, you want Wichita State in the spotlight as much as it can be. And I'm ready for it. And I like that there's a little pressure on this game. It does feel to me like this is the first pressure spot of the season for Wichita State. Like, true pressure spot, right? It's sort of been, 
making your way through the non-con, and then you got to get your full cast of characters, and then you got to get through Kansas and Kansas State and all those things. And I'm so glad that they scheduled those games, and I, I really, really hope that that keeps happening. And Kevin Saul told us yes yesterday, there's absolutely an appetite for Wichita State to still schedule aggressively, and the proof's in the pudding historically of how important that is for tournament teams and all of these things. Now you get into conference play. It's a good conference. It's a good conference this year. You know, it's it's going to be, you know, one of the better non-Power 5 conferences. So let's get in there and mix it up a little bit for Wichita State. You'll hear it tonight, uh, and we'll, of course, react to it tomorrow. Let's take a quick break here on Sports Daily. The KFH Hotline joining us on it after this, Chelsea Messenger. We're going to talk some bets. What in the world do we do with this weekend in the NFL? Uh, and how do we approach the national championship game? We'll get into those things with Chelsea next on Sports Daily. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. We'll get Chelsea Messenger in just a few minutes here. Uh, glad to be here with you. This is NFL betting weekend, Tommy. I don't know. I, I, I mean, you can you can obviously go and attack the games where things mean things and all of that. That that part's not so, you know, that part's not so hard. But man, trying to guess at like what in the world to bet is uh, it's an interesting exercise I will say uh, to get a grasp of things all the teams are playing obviously there's more games to bet than you get except for like to open the season but you have teams that are you know trying to get draft position you've got backups in so many of these games like I, I don't know how to attack it these things are crazy it's so hard when you've got a bunch of backup quarterbacks that are starting in different scenarios. And we know Patrick Mahomes is not starting for Kansas city. It's Blaine Gabbert time for the final week of the, the season for the chiefs, you know, so it, it makes it hard to try to tackle these games and, you know, exactly find where the good angle is. All right, let's uh, let's get to Chelsea messenger. Here she comes. Our betting insider joining the program. On the line is the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the Daily Tip podcast for more of Chelsea Messenger analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. All right, and we welcome Chelsea in. So, Chelsea, do you, do you only play games where the there is something on the line or do you take a stab at some of these where it's like guesswork to see how motivated teams are? There's definitely a lot of landmines when it comes to week 18. And for that reason, I think you could kind of look at week 18 similar to week one where there's going to be some volatility and tread carefully. There's one game that I think that maybe it doesn't matter and maybe a team's not playing or it's starters, but we're seeing line movement in the other direction which is the Steelers and the Ravens game. The Steelers are three-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Of course, they need to win uh, to get into the playoffs, and they also need some help. The Ravens will be resting Lamar Jackson, but this line opened at four-and-a-half. So there is some money coming in on the Ravens here. I think a lot of it has to do with, number one, the backup quarterback for the Ravens, Tyler Huntley, fits in pretty nicely to that system. And plus, the total in this game is only 35-and-a-half. 
And here's the thing that you need to remember for week 18. Just because a team needs to win does not mean that they are going to win. We've seen it time and time again. The, I think the best example recently was when Aaron Rodgers and the Packers needed to win at home against a Lions team that was not nearly as good as they are this year. And guess what? They didn't do it. So keep in mind, chaos will still abound this week in the NFL. Uh, I will take the points and the Ravens, the three and a half. This just screams one of those AFC North matchups that's going to be low scoring. There's going to be chaos. Would not be shocked if the Ravens can keep it within three points. Are you a believer in Mason Rudolph? You know, I know that, no. you know, well, I mean, he he hasn't <laughs> played. He hasn't played terrible, you know, as he's kind of taken over for Kenny Pickett with Pickett coming back from that injury. And I know Mike Tomlin is, you know, kind of sticking with Rudolph to not disturb the rhythm and all of that uh, as they try to make a, a postseason run. Is there a play with Rudolph? I, like, you know, right now his passing touchdown prop is at one and a half. And I kind of like the over on that. Is that something you think that would be, you know, viable for him to do this week? You want me to bet on Mason Rudolph with a straight face. Uh, no, I will not be doing that. Okay. Yes, it's still Mason Rudolph, and I know he's looked good you know, in the past two games, but still, this is not somebody I want to count on. And I think that's the bottom line when if you're looking at the Steelers as favorites here, like is this a team that you trust, that you can depend on this offense? Because I just we've seen the Mason Rudolph show before, and I'm not buying fully into it. And also, touchdown bets are tricky, too. Because he can have a great game and not hit over his passing touchdowns prop. Because we've seen this all the time. You know, you have a long uh, pass down the field, tackled at the one, running back runs it in. So I think buyer beware when it comes to passing touchdowns. It's plus 180 probably for a reason. But no, I'm not a, a firm believer in Mason Rudolph. So sorry for laughing, but <laughs> no thank you, please. Yeah, it, it, so we're going to have a lot of these kinds of quarterbacks playing, though. But there's a lot of games where everything is very obvious in what's on the line. You've got Texans, Colts uh, that you can go and attack. You obviously have Bills, Dolphins is probably the most headline of them. But, like, Dallas is going to be playing for something against Washington. It's on the road, though. You've got Justin Fields talking trash on the Bears. That's probably a game you could look at realistically. Um, I mean, there are several out there where it's where it is more obvious on what's on the line. But we follow the Chiefs here. We learned yesterday Patrick Mahomes isn't playing. This one's interesting to me because I, I think as we look at the Chargers as three and a half point favorites at home, we forget that the Chargers were already playing a lot of their backups. They're already playing their backup quarterback. So why can't Blaine Gabbert lead the Chiefs to? a win over the Chargers, especially when he's getting points. That I was pretty interested to see the Chiefs as a three-and-a-half-point dog there. Yeah, it is interesting. Uh, I don't think the Chargers necessarily deserve to be three-and-a-half-point favorites to just about anybody. But I will say, as a Titans fan, I have seen Blaine Gabbert throw the football. Uh, and it, albeit it wasn't a playoff game, it felt like they couldn't get any first downs. Uh, but still, I think you're right. I don't think I would take the Chargers as favorites here. I think there will be more chaos this week than people expect. Let's go back to that Bears game for a second, because I do like the Bears getting three points. And the fact that this Bears team, despite having nothing to play for when it comes to the postseason, still has things to play for. Number one, Justin Fields, still playing for his job here. And we've seen this defense look a lot better in the past few weeks. And I feel like the Packers are one of those teams that I don't want to trust as favorites. 
I've done it before. I trusted them as four-and-a-half-point favorites against the Carolina Panthers, and they didn't cover in that game. And the Packers as favorites uh, in those situations, in their last three matchups as favorites, they've lost two of those games outright. So don't be surprised if the Bears can keep it within three. I'll be on the Bears this week plus three. Well, the game that really matters, obviously, the most in the NFL this weekend, the, the final game of the regular season, the Bills at the Dolphins. Right now, the Bills are three-point favorites on the road. And really, Chelsea, looking at the public bets on this, it's really split pretty much down the middle. It's kind of around 50 to 55% on the Bills. What do you think about this game? Obviously, you know, a lot of playoff implications when it comes to this potential game and which team is going to get the two seed in the AFC, which team is going to be a wild card. So a lot of implications here. What are, what's your angle betting on this particular game? This is a game where you probably need to wait and see the injury report. And I believe those come out sometime today because the Dolphins are one of those teams that is severely banked up. They were last week. And we're waiting on some of those guys. Like last week, they didn't have Raheem Mostert, Bradley Chubb now out for the season. Uh, Jalen Waddle didn't play last week. Tua's dealing with uh, some injuries on his hand as well. And the offensive line has been really banked up because it doesn't matter how fast your receivers are if your quarterback is not having time to get the ball down the field. So if all things were equal and the Dolphins were healthy, I would like them getting three points here, but still, this is a Dolphins team that is nursing a lot of injuries. I think I would lean towards the Bills. Uh, another one where both teams should be doing their best to win the game is Falcon Saints. They both need uh, they need the Bucks to lose, which doesn't matter, but they both still have an opening to get into the playoffs. So we should see uh, both teams at full strength. I guess we just take these at the games that we know matter. The Saints are three-point favorites at home. The NFC South has felt like the most unpredictable to me. Anything there in that one that you like? Yeah, the NFC South, it feels like you normally just take the underdog because all the teams are terrible. Uh, But we have seen some line movement in this game. Uh, It's at three right now, I'm assuming. I don't have it pulled up in front of me. But the angle on the Falcons... The angle on the Falcons this year is you play them at home, not on the road. Uh, Atlanta, for some reason or another, has been much better when they're playing at home. So, obviously, this one on the road in New Orleans, I would lean towards New Orleans, but I just told you, there's a lot of volatility in the NFC South. Not sure what we're going to get from Taylor Heineke. You know, it, it feels very feast or famine from a gunslinger quarterback like that. But Atlanta, 5-3 and three at home, 2-6 and six away. I think that's your story here. There's a big West Coast battle as well, Chelsea. The Rams at the Niners in an NFC West battle. You know, the Rams have kind of been sneaky good this year at times. Not the entire season, but they've had some moments where they've looked pretty solid. Of course, they're on the road at San Francisco. You know, who is, you know, they're a team that they've already clinched. They know exactly what's going to be happening for them in the playoffs. Do you like any kind of angle in this game? This was going to be my favorite play of the week until the Rams announced that Carson Wentz is going to be starting for the Rams. So please know that before you say, oh, Matt Stafford and this offense have been really good. You're right, they have. And I'm kind of shocked because the Rams can actually get a better playoff scenario, I think, if they win this game. But still, Carson Wentz in the picture means I'm completely out. I would be on the Rams, but Carson Wentz feels like somebody I shouldn't put my money on. 
So a- another interesting one is a lot of people are depending on Jacksonville to lose if they want to get in. So then we look at Jacksonville against your Titans. Mike Vrabel doesn't strike me as somebody who has any intention of losing any game that he plays. I'm sure they want to see Will Levis. Is there anything there? Have we heard anything about the Titans and not wanting to play that game hard? And assuming that they will, five and a half points at home, that's that's not bad. Uh, yeah, but the Titans want a high draft pick. Like at this point, they're tied with two other teams at five and 11. And also it's Ryan Tannehill who's starting who will be motivated to play well. You know, he's playing for his job. But the thing to bet on in this game, and this is the only time of the year where you can look at player contract incentives, and it's actually a bettable angle because there's a good one in this game. So instead of betting the spread or the total, you bet on DeAndre Hopkins uh, because he has a big contract bonus that he is up for in this game. He needs just seven catches for an extra 250000 and just 49 receiving yards this week for an extra million dollars. So that's $1.25 million on the line for DeAndre Hopkins. And those are two lines that he can get. Last week he had seven catches for 72 yards. I feel like Ryan Tannehill force feeds him the ball anyway. He had the most uh, receptions and targets of anybody last week when Tannehill was the starting quarterback. So usually DeAndre Hopkins is lined around 60 yards and, you know, four and a half catches. Look at DeAndre Hopkins' props this week. I like those props. Are props are a plenty? Kelsey's going for one, but his is only sixteen yards, so credit and factor in. Any any other uh, any other bets we've missed here, Chelsea, that we need to be paying attention to in this weird week? I think I'll go with the Patriots on the money line uh, against the Jets. I know the Patriots have had a terrible season, and just because you know they want to win a game doesn't mean they're going to. But you've got to think this could be the last home game. Bill Belichick and here's one thing that Bill Belichick has done really well uh, along with all those Super Bowl wins I should preface by saying that he has absolutely owned the New York Jets the Patriots won 15 straight games against the Jets the Patriots are 19 and 4 all time against the Jets since moving to Gillette Stadium so I like the Patriots this week it's not a sexy pick uh, and not a meaningful game but maybe a meaningful game to Bill Belichick so I'll take the Patriots Uh, Minus 125 on the money line. All right. And then, Chelsea, before we let you go, we've got a national championship game in college football. Things are established. Two close games in the semifinals. Washington getting four and a half points. Sort of that, you know, great offense versus great defense dynamic going here. You like anything in that national championship game? Yeah, this one's a Sophie's choice for me because I'm going against my gut uh, or I'm going against my mind because – You look at Washington, and immediately the spread jumps off the page. They're giving Washington four and a half points again? What are we doing here? This is a team that's been undervalued all season long, which is usually the case for Pac-12 teams. And plus, you look at their receivers. It doesn't seem to matter how strong a secondary is. When you're making those type of circus catches, and you have three receivers that are probably going to go to the NFL and Michael Penix Jr. throwing the rock, uh, it feels like that's a cheat code against just about any defense. But when you look at that semifinal game, Michael Penix Jr. had over 400 yards of passing, but yet Washington almost lost that game. It was down to the final play. So the fact that their defense kind of allows other teams to get back in it and they played out of their mind, you know, on the offensive side of the ball and nearly lost that game, 
That makes me worry against a Michigan team that had a comedy of errors on the special teams unit and still beat Alabama. So the potential feels a little higher for this very physical Michigan team that certainly is going to control the line of scrimmage. Hasn't that been the calling card for Michigan all season long? A great offensive line, best defense in the country. They're going to run the football. So we'll see if they can control the tempo. I feel like I'm going to lean towards the points, though, because even if Michigan wins this game, I feel like that leans towards a lower-scoring game. Points are at a premium. I'll take a Washington team that even if they're playing from behind, it's a passing offense. I'll take the four-and-a-half with Washington. It makes it easier because nobody uh, nobody wants to root for Michigan either. I don't think outside of Michigan fans. So <laughs> I'll be with you there, just just out of you know out of the heart. I'm I'm there with you, Chelsea. We appreciate it. Happy New Year uh, to you, and we are ready to attack the postseason next week. Yeah, thanks for having me. There goes Chelsea Messenger, the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we're going to wrap up this hour. We we brought up that championship game. Michigan's quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, had some things to say as, of course, the cheating scandal is being brought back up. We'll get into that in the next hour. Our K-State insider, Tim Fitzgerald, joins us top of the hour uh, for several uh, really interesting things happening there in Manhattan to get into. We'll do it all as we make our way through a Thursday edition of Sports Daily. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH as we make our way through uh, hour number one. Tim Fitzgerald coming up at the top of hour number two. By the way, Wildcat fans, you can check out GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat podcast, the latest bowl and transfer portal news, as well as men's and women's basketball all season long. Follow PowerCat podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Let's... As we make our way to the finale of hour number one, let's give away some HTO here. We've got some brew house coffee for you available. Of course, HTO has all the iced tea, all the amazing iced tea. Also coffee, iced or hot. You can get it at either the East Wichita location or in Derby. We'll give away a couple of free HTO coffees right now to the first caller on the KFH hotline, 869-1240. Good luck, everybody. Enjoy the coffee on us. Going to be a good time for some hot coffee here, Tommy, as we have a little storm rolling in, and it looks like about three or four storms out on the horizon. I got to tell you, it's been a a stressful, like, 24 hours. So uh, we're we're going back home to Texas to have my family's Christmas. And, of course, we've got this storm rolling in, and I'm getting, like, pulled in 19 different directions about this, you know, this trip now. I'm getting, like, guilt from mom back home about, well, are we going to make it? And, you know, these things. And then I'm getting guilt here of, like, is it really safe to go? And, like, it's just been... Uh, it's just been a, a load of fun here, but we're gonna we're gonna be okay. We're gonna we're gonna drive if we got to stop uh, halfway and then finish it out. It'll be fine. But uh, get ready because you know here there is gonna be some snow coming. So plan accordingly. Yeah. It sounds like late tonight and into tomorrow morning we'll have a little snow to deal with. When do you when do you hit the road? Are you do you leave today? Uh yeah, we've got it timed out where we'll we're trying to beat the snow here. So we're trying yeah. to get out before the snow here and then behind the snow in Texas. So it's all the same like it's all the same storm, 
So there's this gap that is right on our drive. And so it's like, it's, it's going to be fine. Like we've got an opportunity to do that. And we might have to stay in Oklahoma if the, if the roads, but I have like nine meteorologists on speed dial (laughs) from what I do for a living. I'm like, it'll be fine. We'll just call, uh, you know, we'll call, uh, we'll call one of these guys and we'll make sure that things are looking good as we're driving into it. I just hope you don't don't get stranded like in the Oklahoma panhandle and you've got to, we don't go that direction. We don't go that direction. I've spent enough time in the Oklahoma panhandle. No offense to anybody in the Oklahoma panhandle. There wouldn't be much there to get stranded in. Right. Uh, but we we do not go that direction. You can go that direction. It's about the same, but it's not like nice and easy interstates. So we'll be it, 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 we'll we'll go. We'll have a nice dinner, and you know my my oldest daughter's like, well, we got to pack lots of pillows and blankets in case we get stranded. I'm like, okay, that's I like where your head's at on that, but I, but I don't think it's going to be that kind of storm uh, where we're headed. I you know it's I I, I there are times like I love the holiday season. But you know how when you get to the end of it, you're just sort of ready for like a little normalcy. You're done. We're not we're not quite there yet. And I and I'm so excited to see and my kids get so excited to go see their cousins, but it's like, man, we're all like we're almost there. But then at the same time, you get into the winter after this, and it's like, uh, then begins yeah. that long, brutal stretch until March, really, where it's just like, thank God we have college basketball. I'm gonna tell you something else. As I now have a business that it impacts and all these things, I hate the snow. It is such a pain in the rear. Uh, I, I got to watch my language here now. Remember, Tommy's the new executive. He was about ready to about ready to reprimand me. Uh, but it's such a pain in the butt. I, the snow bothers me so much now. Like I, I just like it's it's so annoying. And and I, and I'll take it because we need the moisture so much. And it looks like it's going to be a wet season. But if it's going to snow, can we at least get, like, the good wet snow and not just have, like, the ice crystal blowing, freezing cold? Like, this one's going to be fine, I think. Man, I, I, I hate it more than I ever have. I'm going to be a snowbird when I get old. I can, I can almost guarantee you that. Like, I will just leave for the winter. I don't like being cold at all. Like, I don't, I don't you know, put me in where, where do people go? Arizona? I don't yeah. think I want to go to Florida. Yeah. Probably Arizona would be where I'd end up. You know, uh, January is my least favorite month of the entire year, and a very close second is February. You know, so I, it's yeah, it's one yeah. of, you know, it's just, it's, it is the way that it is here, you know, and you can never really get comfortable because it gets cold, and then you've got the ice, and you've got the potential snow, and you know, all of that. You got tax season. Oh, it's just, it's not fun. I came home yesterday from work, and my wife had completely taken down all of, all of the Christmas decorations. They're just gone. Like, they're just, you know, the house is back to normal. And it, it's, you know, and you kind of mentioned, like, you get to the end of the holiday season, you want some normalcy. And I walked in and I'm like, thank God. Like, thank you for doing that, number one, so I don't have to. But number two, thank God that it's gone. I'm glad it's gone. I'm over it. The holidays are done get everything like I'm kind of the guy like December 26th get the Christmas tree down take oh, the lights no, no, down no. I don't need to see him Christmas is over pack it all up but it's all gone now from the house everything is back to normal yeah and, but you're gonna miss it now no, that's that's the no, dynamic no, there like I, I no. I'm definitely a leave it up through the new year no uh, I took ours down I don't know like yesterday it was either yesterday or the day before yesterday I don't remember 
Um, and, and, and Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And, and we didn't have time to put a whole bunch up like you, you guys still do it up right and you get it but like ours I, I got the stockings out and the tree up and I changed some garage light bulbs to red and green that that was it like that's all yeah and so it you know it wasn't a lot of effort one way or the other but I don't mind having it up a little I I don't I want to get to the normalcy but man because I know that that two or two and a half month grind is coming I also kind of don't want to see it go because it, it it's just not like at this time of year, just it's not it's not pleasant. My right? wife, no though, leaves. I, I have to give I, her I have to give her credit, though, because she went from Christmas decorations and transitioned into winter decorations, which I didn't know there, there was is, a difference. I didn't, I didn't know there was a thing. Yeah, no. Okay, I, yeah. So like there's a wreath on the door that's now a winter wreath. It's not a Christmas wreath. It's a winter right. wreath. And then we'll have that up for a couple of months and then she'll have her spring decor that comes out. And then they'll be the summer, and then like it's kind of based on the seasons. Um, I I didn't know any of this. Why don't, like, I, why don't you just have like a winter tree and a winter nativity then, and save yourself a little effort? Well, I, I don't. I, you just rename the Christmas decorations. I mean, the extent of my decorating before I got married was different movie posters that I had slapped on the wall. Yeah. You know, yeah, Simpsons, a Simpsons yeah. poster or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I my wife and I are there. not. Yeah. Yeah, we are not – that is not in our skill set. We talk about it all the time. Like, we need to hire somebody to just do that for us. And I think those services exist, uh, but that is not in our repertoire at all, which is too bad. That's literally what my mom's college degree is in. 
and and you know she has a flower shop and she designs yeah. people and decorates it. I, like I got none of it. Look behind me right now. Yeah. If you're watching our hey, videos, I just had a conversation during the last commercial break. I'm I'm moving into one of the offices here in, at the radio station, and you know the question was, are you what are you going to put on the walls? And I'm like, I I don't know, but I'm sure my wife will be all over it. Yeah, she's going to probably yeah, come in, well. measure things, figure out where the different pictures are going. I don't know. I got. I'll just throw like a poster of the Godfather up on the wall. That's all I know how to do. Look behind me right now. If you're watching on our video stream, this I I didn't like. I actually tried to make this look, and it it looks like I just threw a bunch of stuff on a shelf. Like this took actual effort. That that so I I, I don't don't ask me how to decorate your office. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, have your wife come up and do it for you. Yeah. That's, that's a great I don't idea. know how to do it. Problem, I'm going to have to have The her. problem is neither of my wife or I are gifted in that regard. So it's like, uh, I I don't know what to do. Like, So my sister-in-law helped us when we first moved into this house. She was here, and she is gifted at that. She helped us. To, same thing. Like, nothing's changed, and that's been like four, five, five, six years. I don't know how long we've lived in this house. Nothing's changed because we, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't, I don't even know what to change. 869-1240. Uh, I have no idea if Tim Fitzgerald is a gifted interior designer. We can ask him, but we do have some K-State things to talk about. Our K-State insider, uh, what's the latest with Will Howard? What's the latest with the offensive coordinator spot? Uh, What do we think about K-State going into the conference basketball season? We'll get into all of those things as we make our way into hour number two of Sports Daily on KFH. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> <laughs> 